Welcome to the No Bibs, Burps, Bottles podcast, where we highlight and share the stories of African-American women who are 30 plus, child-free, wonderfully made, and living their best life. Remember, womanhood is not synonymous with motherhood. This is Dr. Angela L. Harris, your host. Come join me as we get comfortable and cozy with no bibs, no burps, no bottles. Stay tuned. So hey everyone, this is Dr. Angela L. Harris and I'm also known as Doc Sarah on my social media, which is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I want to welcome you to my first episode of No Bibs, Burps, Bottles, the stories of African-American women without children. So I'm excited um, as well as a little bit nervous. Um, So I just wanted to share a little bit in this episode about me, um, a, a little bit about why I've decided to start a podcast a little bit more about the No Bibs, Burps, Bottles brand, um, and really just have you um, know a little bit more about what you're getting into, um, because I would love to have you join me on this podcast journey. So I'm going to start with No Bibs, Burps, Bottles, the stories of African-American women without children. Um, Where did that come from? Why am I doing it? What is it all about? So a few years ago, um, I decided to um, really take stock into my life in regards to being an older African-American woman, um, unmarried, without children, and what that really um, meant to me, how that, um, that, what that status felt like for me. And I said, wow, I wonder if other women feel what I'm feeling or have experienced what I'm experiencing in regards to um, at one point in my life knowing very early I never wanted kids going back and forth through different points in my life wanting kids being ambivalent about kids and then going back to like yeah I I don't think I want to be a mom and so I decided to kind of journey into writing a book And it's been a long labor of love, but hence the title, it's um, my story of not having children, uh, being African-American, being a black woman, uh, being over 30, because it's that ripe age 30 where you're supposed to have kids and a husband and a house and a dog and a white picket fence and you're supposed to have everything. And when you are 35, definitely when you're 40 or over 45, people start to kind of look at you a little strange, like, yeah, you don't have a husband and you don't have kids and you don't have, and you don't have, and you don't have, and it starts to make you feel less than, or as if you did something wrong by deciding to do other things other than have children. So I've been writing about my experience Um, or experiences, should I say, for a while now. Um, So when I decided to write a book, um, I I didn't know where it would take me. Um, So I just was writing, and then I I took it really seriously about a year and a half, two years ago, and um, decided to get a publisher. Shout out to my publisher, Dr. Nicole Swiner, Doc Swiner, out of Durham, um, North Carolina. She is awesome. And I believe I went to one of her writing classes um, that she was maybe promoting on social media. 
and just fell in love with her from the beginning and decided to invest in myself and invest in her. And it's been um, a blessing because she really has motivated me. No bibs, no burps, no bottles, B3. Um, I like to say that it's just been a, a process and a journey. So the goal is to complete my book. Um, again, as you remember, this has been a labor labor of love. But, um, you know, I've, I've paused a bit had some things happen in my life, but I'm very committed to finishing this year and decided to uh, really just take take the leap and take the leap of faith and take the jump and go all in. So it came, the idea was my life and then I decided to interview other women. And so the book is really um, infused with my life, not having any children and um, decided to tap other women who don't have children. So th that's where that started. Later on in 2019 and throughout maybe the last three or four years, um, people have asked like, you would be good. Do you have a podcast and you would be good at podcasting? And I really um, did not think anything of it. And then it seemed like at the end of 2019, um, earlier 2020, um, you know, I, I got the question again and I said, well, I have some friends who are podcasting about some really awesome content, mental health and finances and um, living over 40 and just there are just a lot of great podcasts out there. And so I did my little homework and, um, you know, looked at a couple of YouTube videos and um, read about podcasting, um, follow the people that um, I admire and their podcast journey and their content and said, you know what? Um, this would be great in addition to the book that I'm writing or an extension of the book that I'm writing. And so I decided to say um, to myself, hey, what do you have to lose? Um, and I decided to just challenge myself and, and again, jump all in, take a leap of faith. And uh, like I said, the research that I did I said, I think I can do this. And of course, I had to tap other people to support me and to help me. Um, and I was able to do so um, by way of just asking, you know, have you done a podcast? Can you help me edit? Can you show me how to put this microphone together? Can you tell me um, what what app I should use? And so by asking questions, by putting myself out there, by by not being afraid to just um jump off the cliff so to speak um I am now podcasting and like I said I'm excited I'm so excited but um it is also very nerve-wracking because you want to put good material and good content out there and I believe I have done so and so this podcast is going to be something where you will hear um, other women like me, similar to me, maybe vastly different from me, who are going to share their child-free life. And I would like to say that I, I don't think it's my mantra. Um, I'm pretty sure I've read it. I've seen it. I've heard it. Um, but I, I like to repeat it here in regards to womanhood is not synonymous with motherhood. And so I'm really wanting to highlight the experiences and the narrative and, and celebrate um, black chocolate um, black girl magic sisters that um, have decided by choice to either be child free or they are child free for other reasons in which you will hear in their stories throughout this podcast. Now you might ask me why are you focusing on 
uh, black women or African-American women, um, you know, these experiences, they, they go across ethnicity and, and race and gender and social economic status and, um, you know, uh, sexual orientation. Yes, they do. Um, but I myself am a chocolate sister and I myself identify as African-American black. And that is uh, my identity and my truth. And that's why I'm doing it. That's why the podcast is um, the stories of African-American women without children. And so it's just an interest of mine. And and I, I think what I will present to you and the women that will come on this podcast, um, they're, they're chocolate and they're brown and they're caramel. And they have similar experiences about what it means to be child free for them um, in this moment in time in their life. So that's a little bit about the podcast. Um, like I said, I'm going to have some awesome guests that are going to be sharing with you. And I'm also going to have some special episodes. And so those special episodes will be um, other people outside of being women um, to come and share with you um, what it means to be child free or date a child free woman. I also think that uh, it's it, it will be interesting to bring people on who can talk about other things as it relates to being child free in regards to just everyday life. Right. You know, purchasing a home or um, going to the gynecologist or, you know, what what it means to just be child free in this everyday living space called society in America or wherever you are listening from. So I'm excited about the people that I will bring on this podcast and I am hoping that it will delight your fancy and that you will listen and tune in. So I want to share a little bit more about me. So like I said, Dr. Angela L. Harris, and I'm also known as Doc Sarah. And you might say, well, what the heck is Doc Sarah? And it is my last name spelled backwards. And so when I wanted to be um, undercover on social media, I didn't necessarily want to put myself out there. And I came up with that name. And so it is Harris spelled backwards, H-A-R-R-I-S, which is Harris, and Sarah, which is S-I-R-R-A-H. Harris spelled backwards. So um, I find it funny when people think that there's some mystery behind Doc Sarah, but it's, it's caught on to me. And so um, I definitely want people to know my name, Angela L. Harris, and I like to use the L that's important to me. Um, but I actually am really glad that Doc Sarah has, has taken a life of its own. So, so a little bit about me. I was born in, well, born in Flatbush, Brooklyn, little girl, don't really remember those experiences. Um, and raised in Long Island, Strong Island, New York, in Nassau County, Freeport, Long Island, and, um, went to Freeport high school. I then graduated from Freeport high school, went to the nation's first HBCU Cheney University located in Cheney Pennsylvania outside of Philadelphia and again I'm going to say it the nation's first HBCU founded in 1837 Cheney University and there I majored in communications at that time I thought I was going to be you know, like on BET and be a journalist and just do all these great things. And I did some of that. And some of that was my training and experience. Um, and then I left uh, Cheney. Um, I went back to New York, I think. 
and decided to go back to school to get my graduate degree. Interesting story. Um, I fell in love with sign language, took a couple of sign language classes, and at that time thought I would be a instructor of sign language. So I actually found this pretty cool program. Um, at the time I went, it was Western Maryland College. It is now McDaniel College. And outside of Gallaudet University, which is uh, the nation's great school for deaf and hard of hearing individuals in Washington, D.C., McDaniel also at the time, or it still does, have a really great, unique program for um, deaf and hard of hearing individuals who want to be instructors of the deaf. So I was all into my sign language. I uh, was pretty fluent. I was signing every day. I was one of maybe three or four hearing people in my program at the time. Um, Many of my professors were deaf or hard of hearing. And it was just a beautiful time in my life where I was able to really immerse myself in deaf, deaf culture. And, um, at that time I decided somewhere that I, I just loved sign language. Um, but then I decided to switch and transfer into counseling. And so I ended up leaving the deaf ed program, by the way, I'm going to plug that cause just an awesome experience, awesome program at McDaniel college, but then transferred into counseling And from there, um, got my master's in counselor education. Then I was involved in higher education for a while, started in res life, did judicial affairs, multicultural affairs, worked at three universities in Ohio, shout out to Ohio University, um, Otterbein College, Ohio Wesleyan University, and got some really great experience as a professional there at those three colleges and universities. And then decided to take a big detour and and leave higher ed altogether and got my doctorate degree in clinical psychology from Wright State University. And really, I um, enjoyed that training, enjoyed that experience. And a lot of my interest and passion was um, African-American students, um, group therapy, and really enjoyed my time at Wright State, enjoyed all my clinical experience. I worked at a community mental health facility. I also worked at a woman's woman's prison in Ohio, um, as well as a counseling center. And a lot of my experience has been in counseling center working with um, college age young adults and so um after I finished my doctorate degree, I got a job at Ohio University and worked in their counseling center for four or five years and really enjoyed that experience. It was a very busy counseling center, but um, really enjoyed the the opportunity there and then really decided to merge my clinical um, training and experience with my higher ed background. And hence, I am at Davison College um, working in administration and I am not practicing therapy to date, um, I do bring um, my past experience and training in the room with me, especially when I'm working um, with crisis and students who have challenges with their mental health, students who have experienced trauma, as well as just trying to really um, migrate um, and excel, you know, through college. So that is what I'm doing to date. And that's a little bit about my background. Um, I probably failed to mention I don't have children. (laughs) I think that's a given. Um, I have a dog who I love um, to death. His name is Lenny. He is a pit bull mix. And 
I am very careful to always say, I know dogs are not children. This I know. You don't have to email me about it. You don't have to text me about it. You don't have to, you know, ignite the sky with it. I know that dogs are not children. But this dog has really made a difference in my life. I got this dog during a difficult time where I experienced a experienced a loss and he's just made a world of difference now he's a he's a little um he can be a a handful just like children he can be a handful at times um so he has itchy paws all every other month so every other month I'm taking him to the vet to uh, work on these itchy paws that he has but he is also the same itchy paw dog that comes and lays on my lap and when I was having a coughing spell the other night he came and laid by my side and so we we bond we have a relationship that's my homie and I love you know driving around with him in the back and he's just an awesome dog so I do have a dog named Lenny So a little bit more about um, no bibs, burps, bottles, the stories of African-American women without children. And so I've mentioned the podcast, hence why you're hearing me now. Um, But before the podcast, I started a blog and the blog has the same name, um, no bibs, burps, bottles, my interesting life without children. And there I write about just interesting things, at least I find interesting, um, that happened to me day to day things, um, not having children. So my last blog post was about um, a screaming child in a dollar store and how annoyed I was with uh, the screaming child and all the other children that seemed to be running up and down on that particular day. <laughs> so, um, but check out my blog post. Um, you will find more information um, about that um, at the end of the podcast. So, um, so I have the podcast, I have the blog, and of course I've already mentioned my upcoming book that will uh, be released this year. So I just wanted to share a little bit about um, me and the Bibs Burps Bottles brand and really just promoting child-free living lifestyle. And so women who are doing awesome things, women who are living full lives without children, I want to just put the spotlight on them because again, it's not about dismissing the achievements and, and all the great things that mothers are doing, but it's just another lane, another opportunity for me to highlight some awesome women who just have dynamic stories and they just happen to be women who have decided to not have children. The verdict is still out about having children and what dating is like without having children. And so I'm just um, putting the spotlight and highlighting uh, their story. So that's my overall goal. So I think that is all I wanted to share. I do hope that you listen to the podcast. I hope that you can get something out of the podcast. Oh, by the way, the audience. And so you might think, oh, this is just for black women. Like I said, I think the stories that you will hear hear um, can go across all type of dem- demographics. Um, but I will be highlighting and putting the spotlight on African-American women. And I do think that this podcast can be listened to by all women. I do believe that this podcast can be listened to by men. I believe this podcast just can be listened to. So the invitation is extended to you to come back and join us and listen to all the great stories that I have in store for you. So with that said, thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. If you don't remember anything that I said from this first episode, remember this womanhood is not synonymous with motherhood. 
Thank you for joining me. Peace out. You have been listening to the No Bibs, Burps, Bottles podcast, a podcast dedicated to the stories of African-American women without children. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, keep living your best child-free life.